Hello, and welcome to Haddonfield. I am Nick Lathan. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And... And should I introduce our guest? Yes, you have to. Up front, we're doing Halloween 3, Season the Witch, first of all. Now Peyton introduced the guest so he can talk. (laughs) We're here with my friend Stephen Broga. Hello, everyone. Hi. You You got a good radio voice. I've not done a little bit before. <laughs> stepping, stepping. I gotta step my I didn't game even up know. now. Oh no! <laughs> I gotta step my game up now. Uh, Peyton arrived here thirty minutes early, so I couldn't get a nap. And now I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing? I can't have a nap in thirty minutes. That's too short of time. Well, I didn't plan it. Okay, I was well, and you interrupted. So <laughs> I was watching BoJack Horseman because the new season's coming out. Oh yeah, September fourteenth on Netflix. Not a promotion. <laughs> that's a, Honestly, that's a nice plug. I, hope, I hope it gets better because, like, not, I mean, it's so good. But I mean, I hope it gets more upbeat because it's literally gotten more depressing every episode. And I'm like, I'm just gonna kill myself after this next up next season. That's what they're trying. That's that's, that's, <laughs> they're, they're that's trying what they're going to for. Really kill us all. Yeah. Just like <laughs> the characters in this movie. Good God! All right. Um... <laughs> See, we're going to ask you the question we ask every guest. Uh, how did you get into Halloween? The, oh. the film franchise. Oh, the, the whole... Gotcha. <laughs> um, so, I actually... I first saw it when I was real, like way too young. Like, mm-hmm. probably like maybe eight years old. Um, I have two older brothers. Um, one is two years older than me, and one is ten years older. And um, the my oldest brother, poor guy, because he's, I guess, because of the age difference, he always got roped into being our babysitter. And then my parents could just go out and leave him with us. Nice. Um, and uh, my other brother and I, we, we would always convince him to show us movies that our parents would never let us watch. <laughs> and, like, my whole family are horror buffs. Like, my mom raised us on Edgar Allan Poe stories and things like that. That's and, really um, cool. And uh, I I was afraid of everything. <laughs> As a little kid, I I could not handle. I remember like watching like the the ha- like the uh, Halloween special episode of Boy Meets World, and it freaking me out. And, is, that like, the, is that the scream? Yeah, the yeah, screen? yeah. But so 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 that's the thing is it was uh, uh, one time my parents were out, and uh, my oldest brother's favorite movie was Scream. You know, he's a mm-hmm. child of the '90s, so that was like the big horror movie of that time that he was into. And we we uh, had him, we, we convinced him to let us watch it, and I couldn't get through it. I cried. <laughs> And I made him turn it off and all that. But um, I don't know what it was. There's just something about the horror genre that I was bound and determined to like. Mm-hmm. There's something I was just like, you know, my whole family's into this thing. I need to be a part of it. And so I, it was almost like I forced myself to sit through scary things. So, like, down the road, uh, my parents went out again. And we watched... Um, Oh, we convinced my brother to let us sh- to show us Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we watched it, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. This is going well. Is it okay? I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna get through it, and I did. I sat through the whole thing. I was fine. <laughs> my brother puts us to bed, and as I'm falling asleep that night, I start crying because <laughs> I was just so afraid, and I didn't watch it again for years. But then, um, how, th- how old were you at this? Point? I was like eight, eight years old. Okay, and I was like, you know, I was again way too young to, to have watched it, you know, and I don't even like remember like you know the like the actual experience of watching the movie. I just remember that uh, the tears afterward. <laughs> but um, but then uh, w- when I uh, remember the tears, <laughs> yeah. But uh, w- when I was in high school. School, um, was when I um, 
first discovered The Thing, and The Thing is my favorite John Carpenter movie, and I'm like obsessed with that movie, and I was like, mm-hmm. I want to watch everything else by him. And I was like, oh, this is the guy that did Halloween. So then I watched it again, the, probably when I was freshman, sophomore year of high school, and then fell in love with it at that point. And um, yeah, I mean, I I'd really had only ever seen the original Halloween. And then uh, really only about a year ago, Peyton showed me Halloween two. Um, and as of now, Halloween one, two and three are the only movies in the franchise that I've seen. So, so now we're going to get into the movie, but before that, we're going to do the other segment. Your favorite segment. It's my favorite segment. (laughs) Driving totals. Now I posted Joe Bob Briggs's driving totals on the Instagram account. So you can watch those there. It is welcome to Haddonfield on Instagram. Very simple. If you don't follow that, <laughs> you should follow it. We post a lot of dumb shit. Basically, anything we talk about making on the show, it appears on that account. <laughs> so um, this includes. So we're just going to do spoilers up front. So this includes every death, including robots and people. <laughs> it's so, very distinct. <laughs> yeah. So the totals for this movie are thirty-four dead bodies. Oh my God. Um, we got a skull ripping. We got an exploding car. We got a very annoying commercial. Got a drunk doc- doctor, an unbelievably fast relationship, a drunk who gets his head ripped off, a laser-faced woman, yellow goo, drill to the head, face melting, and multiple snake bites. Okay. Is that everything? I think so. I think that checks out. I mean, that's as much as I care to remember, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this movie. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's start. Um, opening credits, I love. Yeah, I think it's so cool that they sort of stay true to the first two movies by doing another pumpkin mm-hmm. credits, but like in its own way that it's distinctly its own movie. Yeah, that is one thing I, I, I will say. This movie does very well. Is I, or at least that I liked is it kind of how it sort of uh, does a good job of mashing together the old and the new mm-hmm. of you know the the idea of like this old world witchcraft thing, but in this kind of technology ridden you know cyber world with like you know yeah, with like tvs and you know science and all of that and then op- those opening credits of like you know this new age of the halloween franchise and that's uh um really showing that with like kind of this like digital animation i thought it was pretty neat yeah i thought it was cool the cool part about it to me is um the sound effects of like the beeping noises yeah, that's like john carpenter good. on the score doing that yeah, yeah yeah i thought that was so cool uh yeah i will say like i think this is also um one of my favorite john carpenter scores i've heard yeah the music it, is really good yeah it's one of the it's it's one of the better parts of this movie for sure and it's, i just like imagine being in the theater like seeing those credits being like "Ooh, what's going on this is so different from yeah. the last two yeah <clears throat> most definitely most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf. I'm just gonna keep saying most deaf. <laughs> yeah, first I was like, "What the? What the? Because I haven't seen this movie in like a yeah, couple I years." Yeah, I remember the credits. And I was like, "What the hell's going?" On? I was like, "Oh yeah, they're doing the they're doing the digital pumpkin." Although I did guess it was a pumpkin before it revealed. Oh yeah, of course. Like, oh, it's like it's the Atari version. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a pumpkin. This is the Jeff Bridges from Tron. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He made this pumpkin. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Dean Cundy, he's back again. My hero, my boy, yeah, <laughs> my boy Dean Cundy. He was Cundy. the guy, right? No, he's a director of photography. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. You just have to remind me that every time. He does. He did Jurassic Park. He did Back to the Future. It's all coming back. He did. To me but now. He did all the John Car- any movie John Carpenter made with Dean Cundy is amazing. <laughs> yeah, the cinematography is good. Yeah. yeah, 
Thank you, Peyton. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm an expert at cinematography, and I say this one was good. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Deborah Hill did not write this one, Anna. You can tell. And you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell this whole script was written by a man, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just one man. Yeah. Well, it was written by... Well, the story was written by someone, and then it got updated, I think, or something, right? I forget his name. Let's IMDB real quick. Talk while I do this. Okay. Who, the, the director? <laughs> Tommy Lee Wallace? The, well, I think Tommy Lee Wallace did rewrites on it, I think. Because, yeah, because there were, like, two different writers. Mm-hmm. There was a big, big drama behind in, it. In the Wikipedia I that I read. The Wikipedia <laughs> uh, it was Nigel Neal. Who yeah. wrote it, and he was offended by it. Yeah, no, no, he he, he walked away. Apparently, yeah, he wrote he wrote the script, and then uh, hated what they because John Carpenter rewrote it. He hated that yeah. and demanded his name being taken off. Oh no! And then Tommy Lee Wallace just gets he's the sole writer credit, yeah. even though three people wrote it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why John Carpenter didn't want his name on this on this bad Larry. Uh, I guess a mystery for the time. I don't know. <laughs> <A> <laughs> Something we'll never know. A mystery for the times. <laughs> but yeah. And then where do we go to from there? Oh, yeah. It's instantly Henry Grimbridge running, right? October 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> He's running in the rain? No, rain comes later. <laughs> and, and you know, like, what, what is he being chased? And he goes to a junkyard. Yeah. And then he has a mask, and then these, these guys fight him. And yeah. Uh, that whole part. Oh, this whole opening sequence. They're like body snatcher. They act like the body snatchers a little bit. Yeah. Then that's... Oh we don't know they're robots until late into the movie, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just creepy. Just creepy assassin dudes. But I hate that they keep using the same... They keep using the same scare. Yeah. <laughs> of someone just running. A, where they cover their mouth or whatever. No, it's like... It's just it's just shot, and all of a sudden the dude enters the frame. And right. Like, and press he's a just note. standing there. Yeah. And it's like... They, it happens like five times. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time these guys enter a frame, synthesizers play. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, they... Uh, it's a bit of a... Yeah. I mean, it's a different Halloween, so it's going from the Michael Myers mm-hmm. one, so it's going to be a different opening... Yeah, it's a completely different feel for sure. Yeah, it's so so weird. This movie almost feels more like a sci-fi than it does like a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, it's very... If it wasn't for all the killings, I would say it was like a sci-fi. It's one for them damn killings. <laughs> so yeah, the guy. Uh, yeah, they tr- they always try to like choke you like yeah. with their put their. Does that work with their hands? <laughs> I don't really understand what they're doing. They're always like covering their mouths and then trying to choke them. Going for the vitals. <laughs> I don't understand why when he's choking the guy and then the guy pulls the car over that the robot doesn't get out of the way. Because he's, he's on a mission. He sees <laughs> the car coming, he knows, and then he just gets squished. I wrote, crash, squish, kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just said, kill number one, guy crushed by car. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part is, why doesn't he get up? <laughs> Yeah, and he I guess bri- they're he just br- like so programmed to do what they're so yeah. programmed to think they're expendable. Maybe that they it, just like let stuff happen to them. I think Cochran was too worried about programming and the fact that they could yeah. sneeze. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like, it's the so details realistic. that count. <laughs> Even though they don't talk, yeah. they can sneeze, but they don't. talk. Well, yeah, they do get- talk. One of them talks later, I guess. Oh, yeah, one of the lab guys. Yeah. He's like, all right, the people in the lab coats, they can talk. Yeah. These yeah. guys can't talk. Yeah. They can sneeze. Yeah. But if they see a car coming at them, they can't get out of the way. Like Mr. Cochran. <laughs> 
Well, you know, he's into practical jokes. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the ultimate joke is to have it just his henchman get killed. Which brings it up, um, I guess, this guy who got crushed by the car, Silver uh-huh. Shamrock must have come and gotten him. Or else we would have another Teddy situation in which they oh, were doing an true. autopsy. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because he doesn't die on the site. So nobody nobody saw that happen there. The cr- the guy no I'm talking about the at the junkyard yeah oh that's true where the guy got there crushed. would have been like an autopsy of the of mm-hmm. the body there I want to see oh, that episode true. of the X Files anytime I think of an autopsy I think of Dana Scully mm-hmm. so and, I just want to she's like this man is a machine <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody tries to and come then what and would, kill her what would um what would he say to her that would be like so wild and she'd be like or it's something else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mulder would just like say it's like an extraterrestrial type, like yeah, yeah. And body like, snatcher type yeah. replacement. She's, she's like, like, it's clearly a toy. It's, like, <laughs> it's clearly like an animatronic from Walt Disney World. Okay, yeah. so this is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then uh, he runs. He of course gets away. And then the part that I love the most is that it starts raining, and then it just says one hour later. Yeah, yeah. Why did you have to put that? Yeah, there, there's I mean, no need for that. Come up with that, like. <laughs> It could have been. It could have been ten minutes later. Yeah, it doesn't and I really matter. Yeah, <laughs> could have been ten minutes later. It's to show he's tired. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess just to show that like he's been running for one hour straight, and that's why he's so exhausted. Maybe yeah. that's why. And that's why he like passes out. I guess. I don't Before understand. He says. <laughs> I don't understand like how he like got half choked and then didn't pass out until an hour later. Like I don't know what happens to him. I don't know. I don't understand. He's running in the rain for an hour. Yeah. And where's he running to? Like, what's his... uh... I guess maybe that's just, like, the first gas station he came up with. Well, later on in the movie, Dan goes there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just, like, the closest get fills Oh, station. that's true. That's so I guess he was running away thing. from the Yeah, yeah outside of Santa Mara. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Santa Mara. By the way, the name of this episode I'm gonna, is going to be called Greetings from Santa Mara. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, welcome to Haddonfield. Call in Greetings from Santa Mara. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, we also get, like, that important um, uh, Exposition about like stone, part of Stonehenge is missing on the TV. Ugh, it's so annoying. I hate it when they do like exposition on the TV. Yeah, Stonehenge, <laughs> and then it doesn't come back until yeah. this and is Stone Jacobs, first, BBC we get our America. First preview at that lovely jingle. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to get that out of my head. Oh, okay. And I probably would never have watched this movie if it wasn't for being asked to be on this podcast. So <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> you, you will. You will. Every time, if, if it's eight more days till Halloween, you will get that shit. I know. Ahead. Like seriously, every Halloween now. That's what I say. But okay, so maybe th- this is a good time for my little factoid that I yes. learned in my my Wikipedia research. Uh, I realized that the the uh, the eight more days to Halloween jingle or the the Silver Shamrock jingle is to the tune of London Bridges. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so then I was like, oh, I. It was funny. I, I just looked up London Bridges because I couldn't remember the last line. I, I the, the My Fair Lady for uh-huh. whatever reason. I was like, as I was singing in my head, I couldn't yeah. think of My Fair Lady. So I Googled uh, London Bridges, and now and then I kind of fell into this hole of reading about the the origin of the uh, of the nursery rhyme. <laughs> and the nursery rhyme is from like the late Middle Ages or so. Uh-huh. And um, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, there there are several. Um, 
like legends as to what the song is actually about. Mm. And one of the theories is um, that London Bridges, that the nursery rhyme is actually about that during the building of a certain bridge in England, human sacrifices, specifically children, were made at the base of the bridge to ensure that the bridge would stay up. So I'm wondering uh, if that was a conscious that choice, conscious choice. That, that, uh, that the makers of Halloween 3 were making of using that tune for the for their jingle with this whole illusion of children and human sacrifice yeah. and all that. That's a really crazy coincidence. I think you're giving not. them too much credit. I might be, <laughs> but as I was like reading, I was like, oh man. <laughs> I read on IMDb, Tommy Lee Wallace is like, it's in the public domain, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy coincidence. But, yeah. you know, Tommy Lee Wallace, if you ever listen to this, you can take credit for that. And thank you for donating $5 to <laughs> Arcade Audio's Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know what that really was. <laughs> By the way, Salem's Lot, uh, you didn't direct that. Did you direct Salem's Lot? No, Salem's Toby Lot? Hooper directed that. Was that Toby Hooper? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, he did It. I always get those two mixed oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee Wallace apologized. It's really good. Funny story, Tommy Lee Wallace. We rented It from Blockbuster one time, and my cousin Chris put the second DVD in first, <laughs> so we saw the end of the movie before we saw the beginning. <laughs> we were all very confused. <laughs> but yeah, the Stonehenge bit, could also be connected to London Bridge. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if this was all planned, and maybe there's something underneath this movie. <laughs> Tommy Lee Wallace, write us in. I just set up an email address. It is welcome to Haddonfield at gmail.com. Please, Tommy Lee Wallace. Or can I just call you Tommy Wallace? I don't know. Anyway, um, the funniest part about that commercial to me, he goes, Yes, kid, you too could own one of the big Halloween 3. Oh, he does. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> One of the um, things that I read was that uh, the witch and the um, skeleton masks were actually masks that were being produced in real life at that time. But then the um, pumpkin mask was made specifically for this movie, which is kind of cool. Yeah, they released these uh, back then. Yeah. And now you can get them on Trick or Treat Studios. <gasps> I'm gonna buy one. They're sixty bucks. That's expensive for a mask. Expensive. Does it come with the button on the back? Yes, it does. How many days till Halloween? Do we know? <laughs> too I don't many, know. Too many. Now. Too many. Too many for the song. Too so many for the song. we don't be like twenty three days to Halloween. Yeah. How many? How many days in advance did they air this commercial? How long has it been airing? Three hundred sixty four days till Halloween. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! No wonder Silver Shamrock's the number one in mask seller because they annoy the shit out of everybody. They're like, fine, we'll buy it. Just. I I thought this during the movie. I was like, I would be so bitter about the commercials that I'd be like, my kids are making their own fucking costumes. Yeah. We're not giving money to this company. They're so, so damn annoying. Uh, but yeah, the big you can one own one of the big Halloween three, and I'm like, I come on, guys, come on, guys. So stupid. <laughs> and of course, old dude. What's his name? I, call, I, I, I just wrote down his name was Papa. Who the uh, the mat the guy with the mask who's running? What was his name? Oh, um, Henry. Uh, sorry, his name's Henry Grimbridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he this when he says they're coming to the gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're coming to kill us all. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to a the tow gas truck. station attendant is apparently named Walter Jones, played by Essex Smith. Who is apparently the sweetest junkyard person in the world. Yeah. He just he wants to help really people. Nice. And, like, especially because, like, when he brings him to the hospital, he's like, I want you to know, like, I just found him this way. Like, I, <laughs> like you can tell, like, he's had some trouble with the law or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, and then from there, we're introduced to Tom Atkins and his mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I have a theory about Tom Atkins and his mustache. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So Tom Atkins with a mustache, movie's going to be good. Tom Atkins without a mustache, movie's going to be bad. Examples of good mustache movies include Lethal Weapon, Escape from New York. Um, what was the other one? Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps, a movie. Does he have a mustache in The Fog? No, he doesn't. Oh, well, I like The Fog, so yeah. Maybe, maybe that theory is broken. The exception, I, yeah. I would yeah, say. the uh, also Creep Show. He doesn't have a mustache. He doesn't have a mustache in Creep Show. Also, he has at least I don't think so. I don't. He remember. has a mustache in this movie, and I feel ambivalent as to whether it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, he thinks it's okay to harass coworkers in this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> yeah. All right. While you're, while you're talking, I'm going to research Tom Mackin's mustaches. <laughs> now, that's a theory um, that um, we also meet his wife, who's uh, Nancy Loomis. Nancy Loomis, who played Annie in the first two movies, and like we're supposed to believe she's a bad mom, but she like. She's like a good mom. She just wants a present father figure. Yeah, exactly. For her children. Also, like he's like he like gets a grabs a drink before he goes to the hospital. Yeah. And she's she's like drinking and doctoring. Great occupation. <laughs> he's the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, it, it's pretty clear why he's single. It's why he's single? Well, no, it's not because like every single woman in this movie is attracted to him and like wants to sleep. with Well, him. that's stash. <laughs> <laughs> n- n- new title for this episode: Greetings from Tom Atkins' stash. <laughs> it's so weird because you can tell it's his real mustache, but it looks like a mustache that would be like a costume. Hey, one. quit talking shit about Tom Atkins' mustache. <laughs> now, there's a theory that Edgar Wright has where uh, it really makes me laugh that whenever Kevin Klein's in a drama movie, uh-huh. no, mustache. no mustache. When he does comedy, mustache. Well, I you, think you, that's you, a good theory. You could say that for Robin Williams too. His bearded Robin Williams is his, is his drama roles. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Except, well, I guess Mrs. Doubtfire would be a dramedy, and uh, not the museum. Oh, true. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt stash. Pure comedy. I think if it's beard, it's drama. Yeah. But if it's mustache, it's comedy. I would have loved this movie 100 times more if the doctor was actually Nancy Loomis and he was like the... the oh, I parent. would love to see that movie. Yeah, where he was like the parent with the kids and she was the one like who was a doctor and was like, yeah, fuck these kids. Like, well, because you know, you know she would play it as like an early Grey's yeah. Anatomy-esque, like no-nonsense yeah, doctor. Exactly. kind of. It would be like, so badass. Yeah, it would have been so good. But yeah, she was probably like, listen, I've been in two of these already. <laughs> That's probably what happened. They wrote this movie for her and she was like, no... Oh, as for the Nancy role, or for the um, for the doctor role, the she was role? like, "No, I've oh. done this two times. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to yell over the phone. I literally want to phone in my performance." <laughs> yeah, I wrote down, uh, "What's up with these movies and drunk doctors?" This is the second Halloween yeah. movie in a row we have a drunk. Oh, doctor. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Sam Loomis, he might be drunk too. You never know. You, you never know. know. Horrible I eyesight. Believe it for sure. Um. It's, yeah. I wrote down again, this commercial was probably the most annoying thing ever. Yeah. I love that it comes on in the most, like, um, do they air it that much that it always comes on? Yeah. Like, Whenever let me turn they on the turn TV. On TV, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how often they turn, yeah, they run that shit. They're like, yeah. we want wall to wall shamrocks. <laughs> Let's see. And then he gets to the hospital. They're going to kill us. All of us. Mm, I put that down too. God. Yeah, and then he grabs the nurse's ass, yeah. 
Yeah, I wrote down mysterious men in suits. Another scare of the guy coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and then the ass slapping. But hey, she's like, listen here, some bitch. And she slaps him back. Well, yeah. Slaps him right but back. But still. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my thing with this death. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get through this movie fast because no, there's a good. lot of shit going on. <laughs> um, the O.J. Simpson gloves that he puts on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That confused me. The, the second time I watched yeah. that movie, I was like, wait a minute. If he's a robot, yeah, why does what? he care? <laughs> There's the, another and then time. he takes the time to wipe the blood off yes. before he goes outside and yes. kills That is the part that got me. I was like, why does he, why? Why did he wipe his gloves off? His skull is really cool looking. Though. Yeah, no, that is. When I watched this the other day for the first time, that I, was when it got to that, I was like, yeah. "Oh damn!" Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's probably the best part of this yeah. movie is that gag. Yeah. It's well, so we'll good. get we'll get to the homeless person, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wait, I wrote down like, "Why did yeah? Why did he wipe the gloves off?" <laughs> if he's just gonna go outside and like kill himself, <laughs> why I put the gloves on if he yeah. was gonna wipe? You know, yeah. like what's the point of the gloves? <laughs> did he need the gloves to aid his lower arm strength? <laughs> Maybe the robots are, like, um, starting to get, um, I'm giving too much credit to the movie, but, like, <laughs> they're starting to, like, develop personalities, and he just, like, didn't want to get his hands dirty. <laughs> and then he doused yeah, himself yeah. in gasoline. <laughs> he was, like, not clean enough, yeah. and then he blew himself up. <laughs> not just clean extremely enough. extremely OCD. <laughs> <laughs> Cochran's like, I have my one robot that sneezes. Yeah. I have my other robot that's a neat for you. <laughs> and this one makes balloon animals. <laughs> Bring them in, Jerry. All right, uh, I, I have to t- t- take a uh, take a second to nod to uh, again uh, as um, you know, uh, cinematography is is one of the things I do, and uh, Dean Cundey has al- has always been a hero of mine, and uh, I-, I will say. It had uh, at this moment when the nurse screams and Tom Atkins runs out of his office has one of the best like Dean Cundy down a hallway shots I've ever seen. Oh yeah, running down. Yeah, I, I was trying to look it up because I know when Halloween came out, Steadicams weren't being used and they're using the Panaglide, mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out if if a Steadicam was using this camera or if they were still using the Panaglide for it. But that shot when he runs out of his office and down the hallway to the scene is just so good. The way it, like. It, it almost Dutch angles as yeah. it follows down yeah. the, the hallway, and it's really neat. Yeah, that's, tracking that stuck out to me the second time I watched it. Yeah, just that, just him running down the hallway. <sighs> Dean Cundy, he's Was, great. I, I what I love about him all, too, whenever he works with John Carpenter, is the way he uh, uses colored light. You know, like in the thing, uh, the the base always has these blue lights mm-hmm. everywhere, and then you know, like he uses a lot of red in Halloween. But in this movie, whenever that commercial comes on, and then it cuts to a reverse of the person watching it, the way green just splashes yeah. across their face is like yeah. really, really neat. His so. uh, his use of colors in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Most of all, he's like, amazing. God, ugh. We're going to do another podcast. It's going to be called. Just on Dean Cundy. <laughs> no, it's just going to be on Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> we're going to do like the Star we'll do Wars 10 minute. 10 episodes of Big Trouble in Little China. Now, we're going to do like the Star Wars minute, which each episode is about a minute of the Star yeah, Wars yeah, movies. Yeah. We're going to do the Big Trouble in Little China minute. Um, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Everybody's welcome back to that show. It's just going to be me hosting by myself, though. <laughs> oh, man. Um, after that's when we meet Ellie. But before that, I wrote, oh. they make Nancy Loomis the worst person ever. 
Why? Because she's talking. He's talking on the phone. Tell me there's been a death, and she's like, ah, like making him feel like a dick about it. Well, I think I think that like they try to make it seem like she's bad, but I bet he has called and given her like bad excuses like forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, like you're I drunk. Bet she's like yeah. you're lying. Like I bet he's lied about stuff like that before. He's like, oh, I had this really bad accident at the hospital, and she's like, yeah, you're a fucking liar and a creep. Also, did anyone pay attention to the fireman that's standing next to him? No. It is so funny because. <laughs> At one point, Tom Atkins, you know, he's trying to explain this thing to, to to Nancy Loomis, and he just turns to this extra who's a fireman, and this fireman is just leaning with a cup of coffee, <laughs> and he goes, "My wife," and then the fireman's like, just like he's so overreacting, and like his, his he wears this ridiculous yellow helmet, and there's just a felt letter F taped to it and every time he nods his head you can see it just like flop around and go back and watch it is the funniest like extra ever Uh, that's that's pretty fucking funny the part that cracks me up about this is uh, as soon as he gets off the phone a cop walks up and gets on the phone and I was like they just have one phone in this hospital (laughs) they just have one phone in the whole hospital Uh, and the next day Sunday the 24th Sunday. Yeah, we meet Ellie. Mm-hmm. She kind of reminds me of um. She lo- kind of looks like Jessica Harper a little bit from Suspiria. Suspiria. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. I thought it was her for a second. I had to look it up. Star of uh, Suspiria and Fame of the Paradise. Yeah. Great uh, movie. I always got a reference. Fame of the Paradise. I've seen it, but I definitely that is should. a really good movie. Um, my main question: uh, Why haven't they moved his body to the morgue? Yet? They just still got him <laughs> on think, the bed. It's evidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a small town and the morgue is far away. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, because she came all the way from... How far away from California is this supposed to be? This is supposed to be Northern California. Northern California. Okay, so she came from like LA or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So eight hours. Okay. Drove uh, eight hours in a, in, in, in a, in a panic mm. just to see her dad with his, the bridge of his nose ripped off. Yeah. Good God. Could you imagine getting killed that way? No. Could you imagine getting killed? That's this week's segment. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween 3, colon, could you imagine? Could you imagine getting killed? This week's segment, we kill somebody. I know a lot of people were mad about this movie not being about Michael Myers, but they really dug themselves in the grave when they called it Halloween 3. Like, they should have just called it Halloween Season of the Witch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just Season of the Witch. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, but, like, I, I mean, I see where they were, like, we wanted to make an anthology, so you can call it Halloween, but putting the three at the end of it, that's, like, oh, I, I think it's going to be a continuation of the movie. I feel like this movie would have done a lot better if Halloween 2 hadn't been made. Yeah. Because, I, I you know, I, I think it was just, it was way too confusing, the fact that you had two movies with the same title that were synonymous with each other, and then there's this third one, so, of course, everyone's going to expect it to be a, still a continuation. So, I don't yeah. know, I... I I think maybe that other than you know reasons within the movie yeah. at least in terms of how it was marketed i think that may have been one of the things that of why it performed poorly for sure i'm thinking about it been thinking about it recently and um i used to like three more than two but i think i like two more than three. Ooh. i know i should have saved this for the end of the podcast but yeah. two was brought up and i feel like i should say this <laughs> I'm glad two was made. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we meet. Um, anything else we should say about Ellie before we move on? Well, there'll be more to say later. Yeah, why have they moved his body to the morgue? That's my main question. <laughs> there's not really. A, it's just so funny. That's like it goes to Sunday the 24th, and then like there's like that one scene, and then it's Wednesday the 27th, 
Is and that when we see him with Teddy? Yeah, at the coroner slash dentist office. That's yeah. where <laughs> In episode two, I thought the coroner was the dentist. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're checking the dental records. So I was like, oh, oh, that's it's right. the dentist. <laughs> uh, the part that cracks me up is like the, uh, the sheriff in this town. He was like, guys probably on drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming in here ripping faces off. Guys probably on drugs. Nick Lights himself on fire. He's on drugs. Right I don't know why he has that voice. <laughs> Bye. These guys like, coming in with their suits, the three-piece suits and the gloves. Well, I mean, they all they all look like they're robots from Wall Street. So yeah. it's probably like <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Charlie Sheen coming in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I'm just like, why is anybody attracted to Dan, at the the doctor? Like, everybody wants him. The mustache. Nick's pointing to his mustache. <laughs> For those of you who are listening at home. That's why. I think it's so. irresistible. But yeah. What? So- I'm, this is the question um, I wrote early on, and uh-huh. we're confused the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck does he have that handkerchief stuck in his back pocket the entire fucking movie? <laughs> I was going to look because you told me, and I didn't look. <laughs> Yeah, every like a handkerchief in his back. Yeah, I I was wondering like what. It's an interesting touch because it's like that was like code for like gay sex, like in the old days, like in the eighties. Really weird, like that they put in the movie. Yeah, Hmm. it was like when in the old days, like when you were trying to like hook up and you had to do it in secret, you would put like different colored handkerchiefs in your back pocket, and like depending on what color it was, it would like signal to other men like what kind of sex you were looking for. Hmm. Yeah. So like a grinder. Yeah, basically grinder, but in the 1980s. Analog grinder. Yeah. <laughs> so the handkerchief is the yeah. So um, I don't old know what color is his handkerchief. Blue. Oh, I think that means. I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I think that means he's like a bottom. <laughs> Tom Atkins, if you're listening, you're let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Please write in. But yeah, the part that uh, she's like talking to Teddy's talking to Dan. She's like. Ripped his skull apart. He's got some great lower arm strength. Wait, she said they ripped his skull apart? Yeah. That's weird. No, that is what happened, because he got, he put his oh, fingers oh, in there. Oh, she's talking about uh, Henry. I thought you meant the robot. No. Yeah, okay. Wish the robot, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm like all over the place no, with this, okay. this shit. It's just, it's just so ridiculous to this me. He has a lot of layers. The funniest part was how calm he was when he lit himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was his programming. <laughs> it was his programming. He knew he had to be disarmed. You know, he, he had washed his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when so you program he, these robots to do these things, make sure they're calm about it every time. <laughs> You have a lot of demands, Mr. Cochran. Listen, we spared no expense. I know this is a quote from a film that Dean Cundy also was a DP of. Oh, man. All right, and then from there, we go to Friday the 29th. Is that when he sees Halloween on TV at yeah. the bar? He's at the bar, and they're watching this cartoon, and I wrote down, is all form of entertainment in this timeline annoying? Yes. Because he's like watching the most annoying fucking yeah, cartoon yeah. ever. Well, he hates it, too, because he asks the guy to turn it and change yeah. it. And then it goes to the Halloween TV ad. So last week we were, were questioning about whether or not this took this place in the, the same, same universe. universe. And it's no. not because Halloween's a movie in this universe. That's so weird. Maybe it takes place in our universe. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I want them to have made another Halloween movie and 
somewhere in the background there's a TV of that scene, so it's someone watching Tom Atkins watching Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it hadn't happened yet, but it will. <laughs> we should do that in our remake of this movie. Yeah. I want to remake this movie with the wife as the lead. Well, actually, I want to remake this movie with Ellie as the lead. Um... Yeah, Ellie is a lead, and instead of uh, a doctor, he's a yeah. fucking detective. Well, oh, I, was, I was just telling Stephen, I was like, it doesn't make sense that she's not the lead because she's the one who has all the stakes. Like, it's her dad that got killed. Yeah. Like, wh- she's the reason. Like, the doctor doesn't really have any stakes in, like, what happens. He's just, like, nosy and, like, is hot for her. Yeah, I, I think he's just trying to... Like, he, he's, he's like, he's like this, this, girl, this girl has daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> Let and me follow I'm her around for a bit. Dad, yeah. so. You have dad issues. I have a mustache. <laughs> that proves I'm a dad. Yeah, that like, would It doesn't make sense to me that she's not written as the lead Yeah, character. it's very unbelievable that he would go on this yeah. journey and all this stuff. Yeah. Just because, and it also like just plays up that he's a bad dad. Like, why would he leave his kids when he was supposed to watch his kids that weekend? So we gotta say is that Dan's the shittiest Halloween <laughs> yeah. protagonist. Good God! Yeah, he find, she finds him at a fucking bar. Yeah, she knew where he would be. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "This guy reminds me of my dad. I bet he's at the bar." <laughs> or he, or she went to the hospital, yeah. and they're like, and they're like, he's, he's at, at the, the bar." bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's drinking. Slap him on the ass for him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I've been doing some detective work, which really made yeah. me laugh. Yeah, they should have just made like her a private investigator or something like that. Yeah, well, they, they they give her like so much stuff at the beginning that on paper makes her sound like an active heroine. And then, like, in the second half of the movie, they make her incompetent. It's yeah. really upsetting. I really think the main fault of this movie is that they didn't have more time to work on it. Yeah. Because it comes out a year after Halloween, too. Yeah, they were, like, trying oh, to yeah. rush it out. So it should have been two years later, and it would have been, like, more flashed out yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, the funniest the part of the line that really makes me laugh is when they're in the hardware store. Looking yeah. for stuff. I she, didn't know if it was a hardware store or a toy store. Yeah. I couldn't tell. From well, it, it's it. the dad's shop, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. they never say. I'm assuming it's a toy store. I'm assuming it's a hardware store because yeah. in the Halloween movies, that's where yeah, you buy your that's masks. That's where the masks were. But I. Think, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but she was like, "My father kept excellent records." <laughs> <laughs> and she does pull out his book, and he's yeah, got all he his sure shit did. And like, he never, he never made it to a lunch with somebody. <laughs> and that's when we find out about Santa Mira, yeah. California. Yeah. Which, what does Mira mean in Spanish? Um, does it mean look? Yeah, I think it's like mirror, like a mirror. So Saint Look. Yeah. It's based off of, I think it's based off of the town from Village of the Damned. Oh. Or it was like inspired from that one. Oh, Because okay. it kind of get that feeling when they drive in and like everybody's watching them. Which this movie had a real big missed opportunity in which everybody in town, like, I just think about the world's end, how everybody in this fucking town should have been a robot. Yeah, should have been coming after them. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th- yeah. That was that was the thing that I, I thought was a little messy about this movie. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that are messy about it. I Is think that you're right? It, it, it was pulling from a lot because I like you know, there's like obviously invasion of the body snatcher vibes, mm-hmm. but then also there's like kind of this weird like uh, Wicker Man vibe to mm-hmm. it of like this town where everyone's part of this conspiracy. But yeah, yeah, I think you're right in that like it needed more time because there's a lot of ideas that it brings up but it doesn't really follow through on i think um so this episode is we're not shitting on this movie constructive criticism yeah exactly 
So Tommy Lee Wallace, first of all, thank you for donating five dollars to the Patreon. <laughs> Second of all, um, answer that question that I asked you earlier that I forgot already. And third, uh, you're welcome. We fixed your movie. Can you remake it? And oh yeah, that reminds me, Rob Schraub, uh y- y- Y'all watch Community? Oh yeah. Um, anyway, Rob Schraub, he's also working on Ghosted, which is pretty funny. Anyway. He has a shirt that is for uh, Halloween 3 Part 2, Cochran's Legacy, <laughs> and it stars Van, uh, Max von Sydow. Look oh. it up on the internet. It's very funny. I will post it on the Instagram, so you don't have to research this. Never mind. <laughs> also, the like second uh, the second time I watched it, I kind of felt like this movie kind of has like an anti-immigrant type of feel. To it, like oh, with the Irish like community, anti like Irish people yeah. in the movie, and there's stereotypes. Like the dude yeah. who owns the inn, he's like, yeah. oh, did they bus him in from Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Like everybody who works for Cochrane is from outside of town. They yeah. Can, like origin, no, nobody who actually lived in the town works for Cochrane. We learned that from a homeless man who yeah. was there to just give out exposition give and exposition then immediately die. Get killed. Good God. <laughs> Ugh, horrible. <laughs> So yeah, I wrote down that they it's in Santa Mira. They said we gotta go to Santa Mira, and then I wrote Dan is a piece of shit. Why did I write that? Because he calls. Oh, because he yeah. talks to his what, Linda on the phone, and she's like, "You were supposed to watch it." And he's like, "I know, but I got this thing. I have to go." He like lies to her, and, and then he snatches a six pack off the top of the payphone and runs to the car. <laughs> yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, Dan. <laughs> so on the car right there, we get a backstory for Santa Mary, which I think is the laziest form of exposition. <laughs> Even lazier than the TV. He's like, oh yeah, it was 1887 farming community. After World War II, the f- toy factory was opened, mm-hmm. and it's the largest manufacturer of Halloween masks. They make three masks. Right. I know. I, that's what I thought too, the first time I watched it. I was like, they just make those three? Right. And, and, I, and I love all this talk about they're like, yeah, you know, Cochran, he's one of the richest men in America. He makes three masks. <laughs> it's like, what, off of toy? Like, yeah, he makes yeah. novelties? Yeah. <laughs> Which I will take that back because I, I was. You make gag gifts too. They sort of mention that, but you don't see it. Yeah, but early in the, like later in the movie during the tour, uh-huh. I noticed there are more masks. They're just oh, like shoved in the background. There's okay. like a like a zombie mask, a yeah. Frankenstein mask. Excuse me, Frankenstein's monster. They didn't. They didn't sell well. Yeah. So they they're just like, let's just stick just with the, the three, big three, the yeah. big three, the big Halloween three, the big Halloween three, season of the witch. Yeah, I just wrote down this town is very creepy. Yeah. Which yeah, they should have gone full like body snatchers with that yeah. stuff and just had everybody a robot and like attack yeah. in the end. Yeah, I'm surprised. There's not a lot of like. You assume there'd be more like pushback from like the people who live there. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. You don't really get their story. Yeah. I wrote down, uh, they should have filmed this movie in Illinois since they filmed Illinois in California. Should have just flipped it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Would have fucked us up. Now it made sense when there were palm trees in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Poses a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they were like, that too. they're going to cut poses a couple of buyers. They're trying to get some more masks. This, to get some information about the factory. This yeah. whole fucking plan is so flimsy. Yeah. Well, her dad was a buyer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they as soon as, as soon as they'd be like, oh, what? Uh, where are you buying from? They're like, uh, 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 uh. Well, she at- could say her dad's store. She could. Yeah. But then they would know that it was that guy who died, so maybe that wasn't a good idea. Wouldn't be a good idea. This whole movie is full of bad ideas. <laughs> Um, and they meet the other buyers, the Cupfers. 
I love Betty Cupfer. I love her style. She's, like, <laughs> she's got like the purple coveralls and she's like got curlers in her hair and stuff. I couldn't, she's like so annoying, but she's funny. I couldn't figure it out, but the song that they're blasting as they pull up in the RV, mm-hmm. I think it's the song that Ed Harris is dancing to in Creep Show. Oh, oh like really? A, there's like a disco hit. I oh, think it's that's the same so funny. Song. I think it's the same song. Oh, it sounds great. a lot like it. Did this come out before or after Creep Show? Creep Show was eighty three, I wanna say. So the same year. Okay. Was this eighty? This is eighty two. I want to say. I didn't write it down. Oh well, I didn't care enough to write it down. <laughs> but busy year for Tom, uh, Tom Atkins. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With and without mustache. Yeah. Um, the funniest part about the uh, this is just stupid. He's like, keep him busy. I'm gonna and go look at the records. Nothing. She didn't do shit. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm so mad. Like they could have given her stuff to say and like distract him and stuff. The funniest part about it was he goes and looks and then comes back and then tells him, yeah, I went to go there and I, <laughs> yeah. I did this. Yeah, he like left a tip and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't tell him, don't like, yeah, it's like distract him and then he just tells him what he just did. Anyway. Yeah. So stupid. And then here's Mr. Cocker now. And then he rolls by in the slowest limo ever. Yeah. He's a slow driver, just like... Uh, oh, he's driving. He's a, yeah, he's, he's, he's driver's... Maybe Michael's his driver. Oh, my God, maybe Michael is that's, his driver. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the connection. Oh, my God, so Michael... Yeah. Michael Myers is in this movie. He's a chauffeur. Yeah, he's right. a chauffeur. So all you some bitches who thought Michael Myers was this movie, we fooled you wrong. He is the chauffeur. You never see the chauffeur. You don't... You don't well, know. It, 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 the uh, the actor who played Michael Myers in Halloween Two it's plays one he of the robots. Yeah, Dick Warlock is the guy, which who, is one of the greatest names ever. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Warlock. Hi, is I'm amazing. Dick Warlock. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I'm too tired to do a bit about that name. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if this was last night, I could go on for 20 minutes about a Dick Warlock. <laughs> what would a Dick Warlock do? I don't know. What a Warlock? Oh, they're wizards. Yeah. Right? It's a dick wizard. He would cast spells on your dick, I guess. An old dick spells. Or just being a dick. Or be, just be a dick. <laughs> He's just an asshole. War- like, yeah, I can cure. <laughs> I can cure that mole on your face, but, but I won't. But I won't be a piece of shit. God damn, that <laughs> warlock's a dick. Well, they call him Dick Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Mr. Cochran. Yeah, then we were introduced to the Cupford family. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, With their shitty kid. Good guy, little buddy. Buddy Jr. <laughs> I love when he flips off his mom. <laughs> God. And then, um, what's her name? Marge. She rolls up and yeah, almost hits Tom yeah. Atkins. Everybody yeah. just trying to hit Tom Atkins. <laughs> they probably figured out, like, this guy's a piece of shit. We better yeah, hit him. Exactly, I would. What, what if that happened? Like, he immediately died in the, the parking lot scene, and, like, Ellie had to take over? That'd be a, make it a much better movie. Yeah, <laughs> in my oh, opinion. She puts um, on the mustache. I roll to when they're in the... <laughs> she pulls it off his dead corpse. <laughs> she I'm taking over this caper. <laughs> and then she puts the mustache on. She puts on. the mustache on. She, become, she immediately becomes an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> she, start, she smacks Marge's ass. <laughs> But she slaps it right back. <laughs> um, I roll to when they're in the room and they're like trying to figure out where to sleep. And she's like, where do you want to sleep, Dr. Chalice? I'm like, what? Is this a fucking porno? Like, <laughs> Also, first yeah. of all, I love how beforehand she's like, 
so I found this thing, and if we go to the factory yeah, now, yeah. and he's like, whoa, whoa, hold up. I need a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she's trying to, like, stay on task. And he's a like, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we drove all the way out here, yeah. and I'm going to help you, but first. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, going back to the, the parking lot scene. That part, that scene just cracks me up just because it's basically like, hey, everybody, this is everybody that's going to die in this yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here are the other characters yeah. in the movie. Here yeah, are the so victims. True. God, they literally bust them in. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're already on page 20 yeah. of the script. We uh, need to have. And they bring them all in at once. It's so weird. Yeah, Dan and Ellie kiss, which is like, yeah, it's the most unbelievable, yeah. like. Also, the age difference is like 24 years in real life. And I'm like. It's a Jack Bauer amount of years. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's he could, he's old enough to be your dad. And, like, sure, that happens in real life. But, like, it makes me so mad in movies when they don't just, like, hire actresses that are, like... She could have been five years young, older than that. Like, mm-hmm. it just makes me mad. Also, I hate how they, they, they sleep together. And then he asks, how yeah. old are you? Yeah. He, they sleep together. And then he's like, oh, by the way, how old are you? I was you? like, why are you asking she's like, mm, older than I look. She was 22 in the movie. Really? Yeah, when they filmed it. Let's see. Yeah, they got a 6 p.m. curfew. (laughs) And Jamie Lee Curtis is the voice of the announcer. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. And the operator on the phone. And the operator when he calls the phone later. And she's the narrator from Escape from New York. Oh, I didn't know that. John Carpenter was just like, I just need your voice. You've been chased. Could you do this over the phone for me? Can you literally phone it in? (laughs) Just like your friend, uh, Nancy. Security cameras everywhere. Uh, I wrote down that the bum coming out of the alley was a missed scare opportunity. You could have oh, easily... Yeah. A bum coming out scaring Yeah, Tom. you could have grabbed him. Yeah. Could have. Yeah. Could have had a little scent playing. <laughs> Would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that bottle. Thought it looked a little heavy. <laughs> Good God. Um, and then they tear his head off. Yeah. That... Okay, that might be my favorite. Really? Yeah. Uh, Death scene of this movie. That's where the first time I watched the movie, I I like suspected that they were robots, but that was when I was like, "Oh, they're robots for sure." Yeah. They can tear people's heads off. Ooh. Wake Sorry. up, Nick. Sorry, this movie's just boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, I thought you were a Halloween three apologist, dude. The first time I watched this movie, I loved it. I loved it. Watching it now, not that much. I'm um, sorry, listener. If you were expecting me to talk about how much I love this movie, <laughs> um, when we have when we have Daryl on, we'll have him yeah, plead his we'll case. Have him plead his case. Um, do we have anything else to say about the head thing? Oh no, I just wanted to talk about the bum and how how, how much exposition he has, yeah. and how he keeps saying it's the last Halloween for that lousy factory, <laughs> and that how that keeps coming up the whole the whole last yeah, Halloween yeah. thing. I wrote down, yeah, cheese with sandwich made me laugh. Oh yeah. <laughs> And How then, easy as squirting this thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he folds it. We should. We should. I should have made those for you guys. I'm sorry. We should have <laughs> folded theme, a, theme a, theme a theme single single piece of bread in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the head rip off really cracks me up because the sound effect is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stereo. It's like it's like a. I've heard it like a thousand times in like cartoons or whatever. Um, the scene after that is the once and only time that the movie passes the Bechdel test. And I feel like it, it like, it's almost as if it was aware it was trying to pass the Bechdel test, which I don't think it was because it was too early for the Bechdel test to be a thing because Uh um, it's Marge and Ellie and Marge is like complaining about having to be there for the factory or whatever. They don't mention men at all. Um, and at the, it wouldn't have passed if we didn't know what Marge's name was. And at the very end, she's like, oh, by the way, my name's Marge Gutman. You should come visit my shop. It's like funny, but that's the only time it passes. In San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah. 
Marge Gutman. That is a Marge Gutman. That's a horrible name. I know. I'm wondering if, like, in an earlier draft, she was supposed to get gutted or something, and that was, like, a joke or something. That would have been a good joke. Yeah. A good joke. Would have been a good joke. They didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't do it. Um, and then we got to, we get to Ellie getting out of the shower, which that part, she, like, runs and she puts the, over to the put comforter. The, like, was she cold? I was like, well, did she take a cold shower? Like, what? Well, why was she ta- What? What? Why? <laughs> It's such a weird moment. You're like, why is she doing it? Uh, yeah, I was freaking out the yeah. entire time. Like, does Santa Mira not have like they have like a, a hot water crisis? Like, what's going on? Well, it's past curfew. Yeah, they turn off the hot water. <laughs> you have to be inside, but guess what? Yeah. No hot water. We use all the hot water for the masks. I also wrote she like packed her sexy lingerie to like run over. Yeah, to see well, if her dad's body was her dad. Especially because they had the whole joke of like the the, the hotel attendant yeah, pulls out like, like you guys are light packages yeah. and of it's course like her makeup case or something <laughs> jesus christ and yet, yeah she has this whole <laughs> did she buy that in town she might just bought it in town so the whole like romance subplot yeah, is maybe so lazy it, sh- it shouldn't have there shouldn't have been a romance subplot it's no um, um and then i think dan calls i like this, I like this kill too oh of march yeah. Oh uh, well, before that, uh, Dan calls uh, Teddy. Does no? I think he calls Teddy after the kill. Well, I wrote down was Ellie's shower cold. Then I wrote down plastic and metal shavings. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and then I wrote down sex scene. They just met mustache. Yeah. Mustache. <laughs> yeah, she says I'm older than I look. I look. Mm. Jesus Christ, this is disgusting. Great. Yeah. All right, so you have a micro. You have like a microchip. On the button. On yeah. a button. And you're wondering, what? what's this? <laughs> what do you do? You pull out a bobby pin. <laughs> Start fiddling she, with she it. She just, you know, wanna, she was curious. And then, you, and then you get your face lasered. <laughs> Why did she do that? Well, were microchips like a big, well-known thing? Like, I don't, maybe she just didn't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but also, it shouldn't have laser killed her. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a misfire. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, but, like, it might have sparked or something, but it wouldn't have been. Yeah. She didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah, like, but busts open her face, I and know. then, like, bows come out. Ugh, that's Ugh, gross. So awesome. Yeah, but the ma- the face thing looks so good. Yeah, the, the makeup effects in this movie yeah. are pretty good. Yeah. I wrote down what's up with Nan's handkerchief again. <laughs> yeah. And in the telephone call with Teddy, he asks her to look up Cochrane, and then you see that someone's listening in because there's a bug in there. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. I wrote that. I can't, that's later on. So, but before that is. Um, so, obviously, I think this is hours have passed because they're still doing the same thing. They didn't scene. tell us, though. They didn't tell us four hours later. Yeah, they should have fucking told us. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have happened here. <laughs> That would have done well here, but one hour later we have to know. But it's obviously that it's like four hours later because they're like they're carting her off. Silver Shamrock is. Yeah, they don't have a hospital. They just take everybody to the factory. Yeah, I, I love how. Okay, so Cochran, the guy, you know, Cochran, the guy who runs the the, the factory. The he owner. also runs the hospital. You know, the guy with the slow limo. <laughs> it's a misfire. <laughs> Yeah. So okay, and, and maybe we can save this for later for when we when we actually get to the factory. But that's something I, 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 I'm confused about. Is so there's a microchip, uh-huh. 
in the tags on the masks. Yeah. I don't understand, like, their... why wouldn't people tear the tags off? Like, why do they want the tags on there? Uh, how often do you buy a hat and keep the tag on? <laughs> Well, it's, that's, it's how you know it's that's how you know it's genuine. That's how you know it's genuine. Yeah, it's a, it's that's a, what these masks are like. They're like my kid has a fucking sh- shamrock. Were you about to say about my, my kid has a shit mask? <laughs> my kid's got a shit I mask. I was trying to remember what the, what is it called? Sham something. Silver shamrock. Silver. My kid has a fucking silver shamrock mask. <laughs> it's like okay? a, it's like having it a Louis bag or something. <laughs> it was sixty dollars off Trick or Treat Studios. <laughs> but yeah, so but I, I I was I was trying to piece together so. Is are these microchips? Are they triggered by Stonehenge? Are they like putting a piece of Stonehenge? This is what I think. This is how I think the technology works. You got a little piece of you got a little piece of stone dust up in the mask. Okay. The lights of the pumpkin on the TV trigger transmitter. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Because if you see in the scene the 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 logo on the mat on the mask, it it glows. That's right. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, that's the only part of this movie that makes sense. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I wrote down bad editing because they fade to the morning. Because they were like, they're like, let's wait, let's wait till the morning, and like they're like, okay, and then it fades to like later in the morning, <laughs> and the only thing that's changed is Ellie is laying down instead of being instead of sitting up yeah. in the bed, and then it cuts to like him just sitting like at the phone for like thirty seconds. It feels like, <laughs> and then Teddy finally picks up. They could have just. Cut to Teddy picking up. Yeah, yeah, Teddy picking up on the phone. Jesus Christ. We're on Saturday the 30th, by the way, <laughs> listener. We finally made it. We're, we're one day away. One day till Halloween. Oh, my God. That was one day till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down, the room is bugged, and then parentheses, no pun intended. <laughs> Just because of all the bugs that come at your face. Bugs. So there's no, no bone fragment or teeth. No, it's just like things, like technological things or whatever. Technological things. She's like pieces of the car, maybe, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very weird. She's like, oh, they messed it up. It was supposed to be the body, but they brought me some part of the car. Ugh. <laughs> Life is in that, that dentist when, office is, is horrible. Is that when he's like, she's like, okay, but you'll owe me a few dinners, and he was like, oh, I'll t- I'd love to take you to dinner. Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. God, and she has, oh, God, no, no, Dan. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you except everybody, I guess. Ugh, it's the mustache. That's how you know the movie is written by a man. And Deborah Hill didn't have any hand in writing the script. Yeah, I think... Uh, okay, now they go to the Silver Shamrock... The factory. Uh, the factory. Yeah. And then they do another suited man walking in the frame scare. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's Dick Warlock every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Cundy's like Tommy he's in the frame again <laughs> Get out of the shot Get out of there dick <laughs> Dick <laughs> He's like I did the stunts in Escape from We don't care if he did the stunts for Escape from New York Anyway <laughs> And they're about to give up right They talk to the lady Oh yeah they talked about yeah. Then the guy comes and he's like matter of fact yeah I'm giving a tour He's like, yeah, they, uh, or the other guy from the factory was like, yeah, he picked him up and he never came back. <laughs> Sorry about your pops, but I gotta go. I gotta make three masks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then Mr. Cochran comes in and so does Buddy, 
And because he sold the most masks, is why we find out he's there. Yeah, sold the most masks. So you, I guess he won a tour to the. the yeah, isn't that funny? You win factory? a tour. <laughs> I, he probably also won like money or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The uh, the guided tour thing, I really like. After watching that, I really want to go to a like how they make Halloween masks. Like, I actually want to mm. go to a factory and see to how they see, do like, it in how real they life. Do it. Yeah. yeah, probably pretty similar to what they showed in the movie. Yeah, but I just want to like be there and smell all in that. Person, yeah. Smell all that and them nasty fumes, uh-huh. dude. I got a mask that I got from uh, Black Mile Super Rainbow, uh-huh. and Jesus Christ, that fucking mask smelled horrible. Like my whole room smelled like latex for the longest. Oh, no. from the one mask. Yeah, and like I still have it, but you can mm. still smell that fucking latex smell, and it's. Ugh, not good to smell, but you know, I kind of want to get high off them fumes. <laughs> so, if you own Trick or Treat Studios, if you've heard this, I would like to come down to the factory and see them with the mask. Yeah. I want to see how the cheese is made. And then, in that turn, <laughs> I think it's funny how like Ellie and Dan are like pretending to be like a couple, even though now they are a couple. It's like kind of weird how they like play it up. They're Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah. Fucking come up with a better name. Yeah. We're the Smiths. We're the Smiths. Oh, and then I love how Cochran's like, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I like, know this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Cochran knows everything that is going on at yeah. all Yeah, times. because there's cameras all yeah. over the town. Um, and then we're introduced to Final Processing. Yeah, which is just putting the button on, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of trade secrets. <laughs> it's interesting how, like... like Oh, he chose to victimize the guy that sold the most masks. That's very fucked up. Yeah, like, he chose to, like... You won, time yeah. to die. <laughs> time to die. <laughs> time for your son and your family to die. Let's see, and then I wrote down Papa's car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's another stupid move that Ellie makes. Like, she should have thought that through to, like, instead of, like, oh, that's my dad's car, and then run straight towards it. Like, yeah. that's something you keep to yourself and then whisper later on. Like, yeah. So dumb. Real quick, can you turn your microphone... Towards you? No, 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 no. The, the actual microphone itself. Nope. Turn it the other way. There you go. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I thought it all caught. Oh well. It was just bothering me. I don't know if there's no sound difference. It was okay. just bothering oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote down again. Like I feel like this movie was rushed yeah. when they made it because it was. They should have waited. Should have waited at least another year. <laughs> Silver Shamrock. And that's when he tries to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jamie Lee Curtis says, Jamie Lee Curtis uh-uh. Says, nah, no phone. No phone calls for you. None phone calls. None phone calls. Hi, it's <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis for none phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Old JLC. Let's see. And then that moment, moment, moment. <sighs> the men in suits take Ellie. Yeah, she goes missing. Yeah, that's right. Which this runaway sequence is very cool to me when he's like sneaking around, like trying to run away from those guys. Yeah, I like when he like goes and hides in each little nooks and crannies as they run by. Yeah, and then oh, the, yeah. and then with the blocking of the car going by and all that stuff. Yeah, it's really good. cool. Mm-hmm. I like I like a good running sequence in which you know the blocking is yeah all over the place. I like blocking in movies. I agree. Sue me, okay? Direction. <laughs> I like it when the camera moves. I like it when people move. I like when objects move while the people move and then the camera moves. I love movement. It's the name of my autobiography. Then I wrote Dan breaks in. Yeah, he breaks in. Sees the, the factory, little, yeah. sees a knitting lady. 
That lady is so creepy. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably like the scariest part of the movie yeah, for me. I love that part though. <laughs> and her head falls right off. I, although I do love how he just like immediately goes to shaking her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where is she? Yeah. Dan sucks. He like chooses to he chooses to like confront an old woman yeah. knitting. She in the looked factory. like she was in her nineties and he <laughs> runs up to her and shakes her. Where is she? She's but, probably deaf. But she yeah, that it's terrifying. Yeah, just yeah. like the way it's lit. Yeah. yeah. She's just I just recently watched this movie called Tourist Trap, which I don't know if you've ever seen it. They remade it the the movie House of Wax. Okay, yeah. It's a remake of this movie, you know, of Tourist Trap. Oh. Even though it's called House of Wax, which is another old movie. With oh, the Price. remake of House of Wax is really a, a remake, remake of, of Tourist, Tourist Trap. Trap. Oh, I want to watch it now. It's, yeah. Tourist Trap is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, the, the whole knitting thing, because like, yeah. um, they have a bunch of like animatronic figures in yeah. Tourist Trap. Gotcha. So I just want to plug Tourist Trap real quick to the listeners, and um, thank you for donating $5 to the Arcade Audio Patreon. This is probably going to get released in a year for free. For free. Oh, nice. And so this joke is not going to make any sense. And I'm not going to cut it out. I'm sorry. Or we may you just. You should probably cut the part where you say it's going to be released for free. Right? I should, probably. Yeah. It's a year, though. It's a year, though. People will be like, oh, I guess I'll keep paying $5 <laughs> to listen. That's an idea we've had. It may not be released for free. You never know. <laughs> We made 365 re- days till Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> we made us record new episodes. 365 days till Halloween. <laughs> Would you want to record these movies, uh, these episodes again in a year? That's what I was just and I did. It just popped my mind. I don't know. I'm sure the episodes will be a lot shorter. For fucking real. Or longer. Or longer. We probably won't even talk about the movies the entire time. <laughs> um, um, you, you just listen to your old episodes and then do a yeah. podcast about the <laughs> about old episodes. God, that's the most so meta I feel shit. Like when Nick said this, it was really bad and problematic. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, and then Dick Warlock comes out of nowhere and grabs Dan, and they get yeah. in a little scuffle. And then he punches him to death. Yeah, and then he punches, and then the goop comes out of him, yeah, and he pulls okay. fires out. like egg yolk. So, well, yeah, no, when I saw it, at first I thought, oh my god, is he going to pull pumpkin seeds out of him? Because <laughs> Dude, I thought, that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Because it's like this orange goo. Yeah. On, yeah. On, and it looked like, you know, reaching into a pumpkin. <laughs> so in our remake, we have to have that. Yes. We definitely got to have that. Yeah. We're going to have Invasion of the Body Snatchers, whole town yes. talking to everybody. Uh, female protagonist. Yes. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, lesbians. Like... Nancy Loomis and Ellie, lesbians. I think it'd be good. And Nancy Loomis is not a doctor in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, like, She's comes back detective. to the town and is like, I'm sorry, but you, your husband's dead. Here's his mustache. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Burning this mustache. Tell you that much. Um, yeah, the yellow goo bit was really cool. Yeah, I wrote down he was a toy employee. <laughs> and the fu- part that cracks me up is uh, Cochran comes in and like doesn't even know that Dan is there. Yeah, he just goes clumsy. Yeah, and then he looks over and goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote down the handkerchief comes into play. Oh, it does because he wipes his hands off oh. with the handkerchief. He likes, I, maybe that's what it's for, just to like have a one to clean. He's also OCD. He's also OCD, yeah. It's a very long setup and payoff. And you can you barely even notice it. It took yeah. me three viewings for me to notice it, it again. Yeah. And now we're finally on Sunday the 31st. 
Halloween. And I um, just want to say I like Daniel Hurley's performance. Mm-hmm. He is over the top, <laughs> chewing the scenery in every scene, and mm-hmm. is amazing. That's Cochran. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's creepy. Yeah, Stonehenge. I love how he says Stonehenge ancient technology. Yeah. <laughs> ancient <laughs> like, technology. Like what? You know, rocks. <laughs> you know, rocks. Ancient technology. <laughs> every time I see a rock now, I'm referred to it as ancient technology. <laughs> This whole house built brick by brick, ancient technology. <laughs> yeah, the Stonehenge piece, like when they cheese at the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh yeah, they're gonna bring that yeah, back. Yeah, they're coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so prominent. Final processing, that's where the Stonehenge piece is. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was like questioning how they moved the Stonehenge piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty yeah, they don't sh- explain it. Yeah, he says it was a long process, but I'm pretty sure it was the same way that Michael Myers moved the headstone. <laughs> They picked it up yeah, and they took just, it. They just got, no, he's the chauffeur. We figured this out. Michael just picked it up. He's the chauffeur, and he did it. That's it. And then, yeah, they uh, say again, no Halloween next year. Jesus Christ. Are they talking about the Halloween movies? I don't They're not coming have back. no idea. <laughs> They're like, we're ruining this franchise. So. It's like, we did this on purpose. They were partly right. And then the demonstration with the cupfers. Yeah, I just wrote, what? <laughs> For that? Yeah, because like... I don't understand how they died. <laughs> like, it's just... Is it snake bites that killed them? Yeah, I think what happens... it you So, Betty Cupfer, you never even see her how she dies. Yeah, she just, like, collapses. Yeah, and I just assume since she I has snakes crawling on her. I just assumed it was, like, her. radiation or something from the... I don't know. Yeah, but I just assume she died from its... Uh, from, on the, the, from, like, a snake bite? The snake... Because she has snakes on her face. Yeah. Which is another Samuel Jackson movie coming out soon. Snakes on the Face. <laughs> so. Season of the Witch. Yeah, Snakes on the Face. No, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Halloween the, um, 3, Part 3. <laughs> the mask, like, like deteriorating and, like, the stuff coming out is scary. It That's really, really cool. good, yeah. On a uh, little, bu- little buddy. On little buddy, yeah. But yeah, and then um, regular buddy gets bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah. Which that was the coolest thing. If I die and I melt, I want a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence. Like, why did it's just not? I I wasn't very clear on like what was ex- actually happening. Yeah, like how it exactly works, but it's not necessary, I guess. Well, it's ancient technology. It's ancient technology. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, ancient also, te- I feel like the is like the commercial like hypnotizing too, because like the kids have like such a Wait, weird. Did you just say hypnotizing? Hip hypnotizing. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I had, to, no, I, had okay. to, I had to I had to poke fun at you. You have to every time. <laughs> um, the kids have like such a strange attraction to the commercial. Like even when it's on, they like have to watch it. I think that's the thing with it. Like big back in the eighties, they were like these kids. They watch too much they watch television. Too much TV. Like in the I mean, it's the end sequence, but like that kid keeps changing the channel. I'm like, just let it be over. I yeah. think it's a social commentary on yeah, uh, how on, much like, we consume media. Consume media. I thought it was probably something like that. I think the commentary was better in the Josie and the Pussycats movie, but that's just my (laughs) two cents. Uh, Yeah, I wrote down Little Buddy, he turns into bugs and snakes, and then Buddy gets snake bit, and then Betty, I just wrote question marks, and then wrote passes out. And then we go to, yeah, so at 9 o'clock after the big giveaway, we find out that all these kids are going to be wearing these masks, are going to become bugs and snakes. When he uh, starts, so I guess monologuing. all the kids are going to be home after trick or treating, and then they're going to turn the TV on. Yeah, 
which it cuts to the coolest montage in film history. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, it's really the, neat. It's such cool because it's like all throughout the United States as every kid has these masks and they're yeah. all trick-or-treating. Yeah. Which, okay, that is a plot hole that I'm, I, I, I mean. And but they co- would all be trick-or-treating at the same well, time. And also, it's like, you know, there are four different time zones in yeah. the United States. We've <laughs> established in this podcast yeah. that it takes seven hours to trick-or-treat. <laughs> right. You start at 3 p.m. Yeah. And you stop at 10. But uh, And everybody's going to get home at a different time to watch the big giveaway? Or does the giveaway happen in, so se- in a sequence? Let's see. <laughs> is it sequential I'm, to different time zones? I think it's. I think it's all in the same time. Because if you think about it, every time we've seen the commercial, it's been uh, in California. We've never yeah. seen this commercial play in like New yeah. York or whatever. So it's. So it's like Eastern Standard Time. So it's like. <laughs> so it plays at eleven o'clock. Kids aren't going to be up at eleven. Yeah. Cochran's playing. Mm. But that's the thing. Is like you know, if it's nine o'clock in California, yeah. it's, it's like late. midnight yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. So. Kids are in bed. <laughs> Thank you, Peyton. You're welcome. <laughs> um, the funny part about this is they use they reuse footage of uh, Dan's kids from over the movie when they're watching the TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robot are those dude. kids related to anyone? Do you know? Those kids? Yeah. I don't think so. I was just wondering if they were related to someone in the crew. You, are you looking um, That's when we that? get... Um, the, that's when it's revealed that Cochrane is a witch. Yeah. And it's like... Th- th- that, that was They're like, like, remember this movie's called Season of the Witch? Yeah, this guy's a witch. <laughs> but, By the way, it's this dude. Not a woman like you thought it was going to be. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we get such a like kind of... To me, like underwhelming supervillain motivation. Yeah, he's just kind of like, well, this is tradition. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, before yeah. before that, we we get the uh, Teddy's death, where she gets the drill to the head. Oh, oh, she, oh that. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which the camera, like the every any time I watch a movie and there's like a the uh, frame, and then there's and there's a door in the background that's slightly open. Yeah. I'm like somebody's coming there to that is. door. Yeah. I love that she's like listening to slow jams while she's like making phone calls. There's like this like <laughs> like bar music playing, playing with this weird like circular. Yeah. Like, well, so and that's one thing I was wondering is it's like she she's playing with this thing and then like what is it about that thing? That then makes her panic, and she's like, "Get me the sheriff." Yeah, like, well, I think it's <laughs> she's like, "It's not a car part." Yeah, I don't know. Well, she learned all her mechanic skills from Michael Myers. From Michael Myers, that's right. <laughs> she knows, as he was chauffeuring her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael I Myers, the greatest. She mechanic is like in film all history. of a sudden very like worried. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's dumb. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I wrote down how was Teddy able to figure out he was a robot? Yeah, yeah. Power drill to the head, Ugh, horrible death. Yeah. Now it's seven thirty. Time to monologue. Yeah, because I wrote down Sam Hain because he was talking about Sam Hain at the festival of Sawin. Yeah, which Sam Hain Sawin, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is that just Sam Hain just pronounced differently? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Yep. According to Wikipedia, that is. I don't know. Somebody was really interested in Sam Hain. 
they were like, because it came up, it comes up in the second one, and then they were like, let's really lean into it. <laughs> but let's use a thesaurus and yeah. call it Sawin. <laughs> yeah, but but that, I mean, that's, you know, what Halloween's all about, so. Yeah, it feels like that, that whole subplot is just, like, pasted on this story to make it a Halloween story. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy the horror-thon, and don't forget to watch the big giveaway at the end. Yeah, yeah. we see Halloween on TV again, yeah. playing right. Rory's theme. Yeah, at least he, like, left them with, like, yeah. on the watch. I wrote down, what if the rest of the movie well, was the just footage of... Well, the going to come on Right, soon. right. Yeah. yeah, I wrote down, what if the rest of the movie was just footage of Tom Atkins watching Halloween? <laughs> yeah, so, movie. again, in that remake that we made... <laughs> <laughs> just him watching Halloween for another 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, at this point in the movie, there's, like... I kept, like, looking at the timer... Because I was like, yeah. when is this movie going to end? Yeah. And then it's like, there's like 13 minutes left in the movie there's at this a lot point. Of the movie well, there's one point. Where so much shit happens in that 13 yeah. minutes. Yeah. There's one point where I was like, this probably should have been the end of the movie. But I do like the way that they end it, too, where it's like. You On the cliffhanger? Know. Yeah. 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 Then he breaks the TV and uses the to cut the binds. Yeah, and then he fine. throws the most accurate mask. I know. I know. That's what I thought. Even though like his arms are half held down, yeah, he can throw it up and catch it on the camera. He's so good. He's a doctor. Yeah, it's okay. And I then think I read on the Wikipedia or something that that was like an homage to the first movie with the mask. Uh, oh, the perspective. The, yeah. yeah, from the Michael's perspective. Yeah, I wrote down pull, pulling a uh, James Bond Doctor No and escaping through the air vent. Yeah, which that was kind of cool. Oh yeah. Cochran's on the phone. And he's like, shut up, Linda. <laughs> no, I was talking about how Cochran's... Oh, yeah, who's he talking to? Oh, Cochran's on the phone. Yeah, he's talking on the phone, and the guy's like, sir. And he's like, looks at him, and the guy's like... Like, he couldn't, like, be like, the guy escaped. Yeah, no, he, he had to He wait. wasn't programmed to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> like, Co- like, Cochran had a meeting. He was like, everybody, listen, uh, do not interrupt me while I'm on the phone. I don't care if somebody has escaped and is running around calling his ex-wife. Well, that's the other one. It's, again, there's the OCD robot, the sneezing robot, the very polite robot. <laughs> We're giving them personality traits. I like how uh, Linda, Nancy They're Loomis... They're named after the seven dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Loomis gets punished for being a good mom because she got her kids expensive masks for Halloween and he brought these dinky plastic ones but she's, her parents are her kids are going to die because she was a good mom she's going to get the best for her children <laughs> <laughs> and like on the phone he's like shut up Linda don't let him wear the mask and she's like you're just jealous because you didn't get him good masks yeah <laughs> and then she says he's drunk and he has yeah. to say I'm not drunk <laughs> Something I wrote, uh, what's the geography of this factory? Yeah. It's, it's never really explained yeah. the geography of this place. Because yeah. he's just, it's, he's just running around. Like, that's yeah. all it is. Like, where is he at this it's point? It's not, yeah, it's not clear. Um, then, he, then he saves Ellie, who, oh yeah, we forgot to mention, it was revealed through security footage that she is strapped to a bed. Yeah. Saves her. Oh, yeah. And Are, she has no dialogue. Yeah, she does. God, yeah. Horrible. I think that I think that's supposed to be for like the twist later on, but then some of the robots do talk, so I don't know. I think she does talk at some point. She doesn't. She doesn't. I, I paid attention to it this last time. She doesn't have any dialogue from when he saves her until he. Oh, she, wow. It's revealed that she's a robot. Wow. Because that's what. That's how he realizes that she's weird. Because in the car, he's like, "Hey, how are you? Like, what's wrong?" Yeah. And she doesn't say anything. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't pay attention, obviously. <laughs> um, um, before that, this sequence is cool. This whole sequence. 
Which one? Where he like kills the sneaking all around the robots and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I wrote down that the robots have horrible eyesight. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like he like sneaks. Yeah. And like gets right at the control panel. Yeah. They're like they all they have to also, do. Also, he knows exactly what buttons to press yeah. to make it go. And there's a guy that's probably twenty feet away, yeah. and he could have been like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy sneaking around? Is that a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Who shouldn't be here? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, why can't they get... And then he does the broadcast thing, and then the yeah. lab coat guys, they can't stop it. Why can't they stop it? <laughs> they don't know how to turn it off. Yeah, I have no idea why the um, lab guys can't turn it off. <laughs> they, they weren't programmed to be scientists. <laughs> <laughs> We were only programmed to move uh, rock dust into microchips. <laughs> and press off and on. And, and sneeze. That's and the sneeze. most important thing. Oh, my God. They're very lifelike. <laughs> Their personality budget was huge. Their function budget, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, the part that... um Oh, yeah, then the Dan does that, and then he runs up with the boxes and, mm-hmm. and throws the bad... The, yeah, the badges down. Down. And that, that part's pretty cool, because yeah, like, the I sparks like flying part. on and stuff. Yeah, it looks really cool. Pretty smart, yeah. Tom Atkins. Yeah, and I was like, that's, a pretty, that's probably like one of the smartest moments in the movie, I think. It's the only cool thing he does. <laughs> and then, yeah, then, then I wrote down the TV ring of death, in which the ring yeah. goes right. around. Oh, that's, that part's so yeah. cool. And all Cochran can do is just give a yeah. <laughs> right. the slow clap. respect, man. Respect, yeah. <laughs> you got me, dude. <laughs> you got me. So yeah, and then does Cochran does he what, does he just like disappear or he turns to stone? I think it okay. looks like he turns to stone yeah. and then he disappears. It's very very weird. He got sucked into the energy. Maybe gotcha. he's the sacrifice. Whoa! To the gods, or whatever. <laughs> whatever they're sacrificing to, Sam Hain, yeah. I guess. Um, so then they make their getaway, and that's when he realized something's wrong with Ellie. And she's a robot. Yeah. Which that whole I don't understand. Like if why, if she's a robot, why didn't she malfunction too? When he did yeah, the thing. And are we supposed? I ha- first of all, I hate that she has like an off-screen death, and we have no idea like what happened. To yeah, her. So, that's pretty stupid. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, okay. But just plot-wise, like why why didn't she malfunction too? And like why didn't she try to stop him if she's a robot that works for them? I think she didn't because she was just high she up. She didn't really know what was going on. She was just high yeah, up. Yeah, she was high up so maybe she wasn't in the radius <laughs> of the thing. But there were the robots that were going up the stairs I to know. get him. So well, they, they, they were, they were kind of low they were, down. They were kind of low down. <laughs> and, uh, she was kind of high up. That's why it didn't affect her. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying You're to, trying to give it more credit. I'm trying when, to give it more credit. Yeah. Um, Let's see. And the, I hate it kind of gives him an excuse to like rough up a lady on screen. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the head ripping off thing and her being, they clearly stole that from Alien. Yeah, it's it's just, it's like almost the exact shot yeah. of like the robot from Alien being decapitated. Which John Carpenter and Dan O'Bannon were friends. Yeah, well, uh, Dan O'Bannon wrote his first movie, yeah, Dark, Dark Star. Star. Yeah. Uh, and he's in it, but yeah. 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 I do like the thing with her arm, like. Like, I like the arm in the car attacking him. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. As soon as I was like, anytime you see a severed arm yeah, in a movie, gonna, you know it's, it's going to attack, attack somebody. You. Yeah. But also, like, how is her tiny hand able to choke him? Like, just the one hand. It can't even get all the way around his throat. <laughs> Let's test this later. <laughs> She's older than she looks. She's yeah. older than she looks. 22. <laughs> Let's see. And then, yeah, she's ripped apart. And, oh, God. Yeah, I have to write down they spend too much time with this uh, robot fight. Yeah. Too much time. Yeah. 
just in the movie already. I actually I was looking at the reviews and like um, I, I think it's notable that Roger Ebert said that that actress was like a really good actress and he was like she deserved better dialogue for this movie and it's sad that like her last moments are just decapitated with no head <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay and then we yeah he finally so the car won't start for some reason so he has to run and it's a repeat of what happened well he the ran the car into the tree because she started choking him listen have you seen jack reacher he can drive that car <laughs> okay but so now so now here's where i have a question <laughs> i have a question about the distance here so because it yeah, made it seem like it that they had to drive far away to get mm-hmm. to santa mira mm-hmm. but in the beginning of the movie yeah the guy the father was running to this junkyard. Yeah. And then the local hospital was Tom Atkins Hospital. Yeah. So how far is... Santa Mira. Wh- Santa Mira from... From the town that they're in yeah. the beginning. I don't think it's that much, because but, she, but she it seemed like light. She packed light. Right. But it, it just, like, it, it seemed like that Tom Atkins was like, I've never heard of this little yeah. town. But yeah. it's like, if it's that close, I don't know. Um, shut up. You're you're poking too many holes in this movie. <laughs> That's one hole too many. Yeah. It's, it's, so then he runs. This movie's to not the, good. <laughs> I was trying to, to the give it credit with the London Bridges, but <laughs> you gave it too much credit. Yeah, the uh, part yeah, he runs back to the gas station, and then Walter, the gas station tends like, "Hey, don't I know you? Hey, you look familiar." It's like, I don't want any trouble. It's just helping people. <laughs> and who is he talking to when he's telling them to... Is, is he talking to the big three, the all three networks? Station? I don't know. Like yeah, no, he's talking to the TV networks because he's saying, yeah, But he's talking to someone who's in control of all three channels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> he's like, turn it off on the third channel. So, did he call the FCC? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, we don't know if the last channel got turned off or not. Yeah. I'm shocked that the first two channels got turned off. Like <laughs> Me too. In real life, some crazy person calls us like, it's killing people. They'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> and hang up. <laughs> they take threats very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work at a news station, and I, I worked the way, we were at the front desk sometimes. Mm. And because they, this news station was so cheap, they didn't have a receptionist. They were like, yeah. we'll just get people to do a shift. <laughs> like They had like the guy who recorded the... He used to do the voiceovers for the commercials, like local ads. Mm-hmm. He worked the reception desk sometimes. He's <laughs> like, like, all right, I'm a voice actor, but okay. It's weird. Weird way to save money. Could you imagine picking up the phone <laughs> and having your... your uh... Like the guy from the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Hi, thank like... you for calling. Right. Yeah. Hold on, I'll transfer your call. But yeah, the, but you get crazy people calling on the news station all the freaking time. Yeah, that, yeah so, like they wouldn't take it seriously. No. I remember one time I got a weird, like, a person came in yeah. and was saying, like, because there was a missing person. They're like, oh, there's such and such. And I was like, okay, why'd you come to the, the news station? And then I called the director, like, one of the news guys. Uh-huh. And I was like, what do I tell this person? <laughs> he just went, uh, tell them to call the police. <laughs> and that, that made me laugh. And I was like, yeah, call the police. And then she like, oh, okay. And then ran out of there. I was like, and, uh, and the police about- were like, call the news station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turns out the woman was insane. So yeah, wrapping up this movie, we got the closing credits. And so the whole movie, we call him, his name is Dan. Uh-huh. But in the credits, he's credited as Daniel. Yeah, yeah. They put uh, his full name. So they should have put PhD. They should have. Well, they call him Dr. They, do. they call him Dr. <laughs> Daniel, whatever. Daniel Chalice. Yeah. Ugh. 
That's the end of it, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Nick looks really just done. He's tired. I'm I'm done. Um, What's the rating scale for this one going to be? Malfunctioning robots? (laughs) Um, I think it should be (laughs) ancient technology. (laughs) What? I don't know. What type of... Okay, yeah. To review this movie, what type of... Ancient technology. What do you assign this film? How many stones? How many? Yeah, how many stone hinges? <laughs> uh, on a out scale of one hundred. Oh, out of one hundred. No, or it would be a, out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten hinges. <laughs> <laughs> we have to come up with a rating system every episode. Yeah. It just makes me laugh. Um, out of ten hinges. masks or oh. I would give it out of three uh, masks. Yeah, let's do out of three. Oh, masks. out of three masks, yeah. I would give it one mask. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm I not even gonna it. give it a mask. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would give it one. I think I I think the music is really good. Mm-hmm. I think the effects are really good. A lot of like the the shots are good. I just think it the writing's poor. It needed more development time. I think, um, and I'm just really confused as to like why this character is the lead character. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any stakes. Um, I would have been much more interested in like Ellie's story as the main character. He sucks. He sucks. Um, all right, and we have also have a pumpkin scale. So out of a hundred pumpkins, <laughs> one being the worst, hundred being the best. How many pumpkins would you rate this movie? Um, I'm I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and and actually give it sixty pumpkins. Wow, because I'm, I'm I'm yeah, I'll I'll be generous because yeah, I mean it's not a good movie. Yes, yeah. but by and like uh, the plotting is a mess and all yeah. that. But I'm I'm going to give it a little bit uh, of credit for the look of it and you know i i am a sucker for the the aesthetic of those sort of eight like really like uh mm-hmm. fun 80s horror movies mm-hmm. um you know and i appreciate the idea of trying to do an anthology series and i'm sorry it didn't work out but, yeah, yeah for sure it's a good it's a good first in a in a series, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm curious and if it did, I think it did do a good job of stepping away from sure. the first two Halloween. Yeah, I, I'm curious if it had been more successful, what other stories would have come out yeah, of it? Yeah, for sure. We'll never know. We'll have to wait for Rob Zombie's remake of it. <laughs> what if he remade the yeah, season of the Witch? Oh God. Anyway, um, Peyton, what do you rate it? Um, out of I'd, I'd say like 33 pumpkins. Really? Yeah. I was thinking forty-two. Okay, there you go. And we're and we're gonna steal from another arcade audio show, oh, Marywood Movies. LVP. Marywood Movies does this thing, and they have most valuable like MVP LVP. So who's the MVP for this movie? And the LVP. <sighs> I mean, I'm gonna say my man Dean Cundy <laughs> and Dick Warlock. There you go. <laughs> um, I think MVP for me is. Still is Nancy Loomis. I think she's. Oh yeah, like, you even know over it? the yeah, phone, yeah, yeah. she gives a great performance. Yeah. She's great. She's good. Um, yeah, LVP. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's tough. I don't. I guess Tom Atkins. Yeah. I mean, Tom Atkins doesn't give a bad performance. No, like the it's actors, just his character. Just his just character terrible. is the LVP of this yeah. movie. For me, the MVP is the score. The LVP is yeah. Tom Atkins. <laughs> but the MVP is that mustache. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> if that score had a mustache, <laughs> this movie would be unstoppable. That score is the mustache <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> oh man. Um. Let's see. What do we do now? Social media. Oh yeah, yeah we plug social media. Um. Let's see. What do we? Got. Um, welcome to Hadfield Instagram. All of our personal Instagrams. 
All that shit. I'm tired. All Riverside Falls and listen to Queer Movie Night. Oh, those two... What- <laughs> Two, I was about to say, websites, two podcasts that you'll enjoy. <laughs> you can follow Queer Movie Night on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Nick Lathan. Please follow me. I don't do anything. Um, you want to plug <laughs> your stuff, right. Steven? Steven takes pictures on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have fo- an Instagram? Yeah. Uh, follow my photography. Uh, my Instagram is Steve underscore Baroga. It's B A R R O G A. Slow down. <laughs> The app just opened. <laughs> <laughs> underscore? Steve underscore. Steve underscore. There you are. Yep. You're followed yeah. by Peyton. That must be you. That must be. That's true. Oh, I just screwed you up. You had 300 followers. Or 323 mirrored numbers. And I got 324. Oh, no. I apologize. I'm, I'm offended by having higher numbers. <laughs> up under you is Steve Byrne Tattoo. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's um, gonna be. Uh, yeah, and then should we say what our next thing is? I mean, obviously, it's gonna know. be Halloween for the return of Michael Myers yeah. with uh, Kathleen Kinlan. Yes. Yeah. Recording that later this week. <laughs> I'm excited about that one. I haven't seen the movie in 20 years. Wow. It's been a while yeah. for me too. Yeah. It's been a while. I've never seen it. Oh, you should. You should, yeah. Take this time to watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to. Uh, to watch it, yeah. well, because I mean, originally I was going to do the Rob Zombie one, yeah, uh, yeah, and I and I started to like watch like all these John Carpenter movies and all these Rob Zombie movies, but then you're like Season of the Witch, I'm like okay, yeah, which is good because you've never seen it, yeah, yeah, and Rob Zombie ones. So that's that's the funny thing is because I'm an apologist really? for, <laughs> for that. We may have to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I saw the movie in the theater, and I was like texting people, and I was like, "Did I see this in the theater with you?" I've never seen the Rob Zombie. I I, yeah. I am one of the few people I know where I stand by that Rob Zombie is a good filmmaker. Dude, Devil's Rejects is very good. Devil's Rejects is amazing. Yeah, I love what House of Thousand Corpses like started or was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but I love Malcolm McDowell, and I love yeah Malcolm McDowell. And great. so I'm, he's I, a good Loomis. Yeah, yeah. and also um, Brad Dourif, who's the voice of he's famous for being the voice of Chucky, and he was in um, Deadwood. Uh, yeah, Deadwood. He was a uh, one flew over the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He plays the uh, the sheriff, mm-hmm. and he is like great in that. Just like the, I feel like the acting in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. I just don't like the whole origin story thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it takes away the. Um, the, uh, the, the, well, the mythos, yeah, and it's like the, the the fear of Michael Myers is behind the fact that you know so little about him, mm-hmm. and so that that, that I, I I see as a flaw. So, well, so some extra bonus info on yeah. <laughs> Come back when we do that one. We're just going to replay that clip. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, Stephen, thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you guys for having me. Yeah, oh, it's been great. And everybody, thank you for listening and. Well, how are we going to end this? What's a good quote to end this on? <laughs> Find a quote. Find a quote. No, I closed my notes. That bottle looked heavy. That bottle looked heavy. <laughs> They're going to kill us all of us. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.